Good morning. So this morning I'd like us to reflect on and practice and play with the way the Buddha spoke about um, these four qualities with the language of suffusing the directions with a mind imbued with kindness, compassion, joy and equanimity. We looked at it a little bit out there yesterday, this spatial metaphor of um, direction in space. So we've put in a lot of groundwork. You've put in a lot of groundwork. And let's see this morning what it might be like to practice, reflect, play, experiment with this possibility of suffusing and infusing. So um, if you turn to the other chant sheet, the back side, <coughs> and this is a formulation that is a a stock, a standard way of uh, seeing this appear in the teachings, in the texts. Um, and the, the introduction that I'll say in the piece in brackets, now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth, I think it's a slightly problematic translation in English. Because when we're asked often in, to make something happen, Right, we can get our effort up, roll up our sleeves, and right, I'm going to make the four boundless qualities shine forth, or or I'm not, because how can I possibly do that? We go into the realm of doing, or how on earth do I do that? And giving up, you know that realm, <laughs> right? So this doing, this making the four boundless qualities shine forth, is not an act of will. It is an act of intention, right? It's a difference. There is an intention. He says, I will pervade one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. I intend towards that. I want that. I understand that what I offer to the world is what I offer to myself. What I offer to myself is what I offer to the world. I understand that relationship. But I don't make it happen in that forceful effort of will where the sleeves roll up and we get down and try hard. Any of you got a personality structure that has tried so hard and is tired and comes to practice? Because we don't want to keep pushing ourselves under that pressure. All right. But at the same time, it doesn't happen without intention. But intention is something that comes from the soil of our depth, where we know somehow this relationship between self and the world. We know that the mind here and how I attend to the mind here is directly related to what happens in the world. Yeah, it was one of my friends, her Zen teacher, he was passing through an airport in Australia. I think he was from Japan and um, 
they they passed through the passport thing and then the bit where they check your luggage and they said to him, are you carrying any dangerous weapons? And he said, yeah. And he pointed to his head. <laughs> right? What happens in the world, what we see in terms of both beauty and devastation in, our, in the human realm, issues comes from none other than the minds of people not dissimilar to us, our minds. Right? The mind, all things kind of proceed from view and intention. So somewhere we know this, that there is a direct relationship between what happens here and what comes forth in the world, and we want to care for that. We don't always know how, and we get confused about self and other and getting things for myself and serving the world. We get confused. But here the Buddha is saying the end of that confusion is to see that offering kindness here, really taking care here, like the acrobat metaphor Jaya used last night, really taking care here, where we're not pushing with effort, we see that extreme where we're pushing, or where we give up and we're under-energized, and keeping finding this middle way, where we return to nature, we return to nature through the mindfulness and intention. We take our place. And as I receive what's here, this little vessel, this little seed pod that's sitting in this location can relax a little bit and her shell can break open and the seeds can go out on the wind and infuse and suffuse the four directions and above and below. So we return ourselves to nature, human nature, which is a particular version of nature. And we know it can go in all kinds of directions, this human nature. So we tend to it, we care for it, and we can practice and enjoy, actually, the pleasure of suffusing. So let's chant this and then I'll guide us into how we might practice with this. <clears throat> so remember, it's, it's an intention. It's like, I, I made the metaphor of being like a seed pod. You are packed full of incredible potentialities. Um... And the Buddha's instructions are a really skillful way to let the wholesome aspect get carried on the wind of our good intention. Okay. Actually, maybe I call upon my Dharma sister to lead us with this. She probably did it every day for donkeys. Um. Oh, do you want to leave them in how you conceive it? 
Well, I was actually, as you were talking, I was just thinking about what the what the sentences in the Pali where it says, "Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth," and it doesn't say, "Let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth." It says, "Now let us sing forth the four boundless qualities," which I like because we were talking about this earlier about how how this doing this chant extends out, and sometimes I kind of imagine that the sound waves. Uh, carrying out and carrying my intention out sort of far, far, far beyond uh, into, into infinite space. So that's just a, a little thought. That's beautiful. Making, for me anyway, has yeah. a different feel. Than... S- singing forth is more of a kind of um, celebration of something that's there, isn't it? But... <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just sing the, do the first line thing. <laughs> And then, and then we'll all join in. And they're all, each verse is exactly the same, so I'm sure by the second or third you'll have got the hang of it. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth. So above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, So above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide pervading all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide pervading the all in imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, 
immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. So, taking your seat. And as you come into your seat, try not to bear down on yourself like you've got to go to work now and do this really difficult task of meditation. Take your seat like the honored guest, inviting yourself to the table of possibility, to the feast that you may not have eaten everything on the table yet, but it's all there. Abundant, exalted and immeasurable, whether we know that yet or glimpse that yet or just hope for that yet. Letting your body breathe, letting the honored guest take a moment to be welcomed to his seat Come and sit here. Ehi pasiko, come and see for yourself. But to see for yourself, you have to take your seat. You can't see for yourself only through your intellect, as beautiful as that may be, and as refined an intention as you may have. Come and see. Right now, visualizing and breathing out into your seat at the table that the host invites you to. The guest is welcome. Let your buttocks relax. This is a table only knowable in the raw, immediate, living present that is unvarnished, that is not scripted, that has never before happened, that cannot be predicted. It is alive. It belongs to the nature of things whose definition is that they cannot pin down reality and find a security that is everlasting. They live breath by breath. Wing by wing, raindrop by raindrop. but their senses are open. Letting your hands relax. Daring, just a little bit more, daring to take your seat where you belong. Effortlessly intimate with all things whether we like that or not, it is where we are at home. 
the bird's song, the breath. Let your body breathe right now. And the meditation here is that you come back to this intention of caring for this mind and body. Breath by breath by living breath. Someone asked the Buddha, why are your monks and nuns so radiant? And he said, my monks and nuns are radiant because they do not hanker for the future and they are not fixated in the past. Those who hanker for the future or are dwelling only in the past, he said, are cut down like green reeds in the sun. The greenness, the life is cut down. We're removed from the root. So coming back to our root in this living present. Let your body breathe and let your mind settle all the way to the end of the out-breath. Are you willing to stay awake? To bear witness to your life? As she gets the courage and skill to take her seat. And at the end of the outbreath, when your body is softer, bear witness. Bear witness how the nature of the breath keeps releasing you back at the end of the outbreath, if you let it. Will you let it just for this breath? Just this one. All the way to the end. As you're beckoned, come and see. Come and see for yourself what is here. That is timeless. That is immeasurable. That is naturally suffusive. And right now, dear one, 
Will you let the in-breathing of your body teach you about receiving? Show you. The new life, the inspiration, the vitality. Will you let it be your teacher? Or will you cut yourself separate from the nature of things? And you may notice now As you take your seat, imagining what it would be like right now to let your body breathe in the four directions. In front, to the sides, your body breathes and the arms raise a little bit on the in-breath. and behind. And if it helps, bring in your archetypal kindly one who is gazing upon you from behind so that you feel safe to breathe out behind you. Ah, how the body longs to be able to breathe out in safety. Letting your back breathe. Look how it does it, you don't have to try. It wants to be able to breathe out. And above, the top of the skull, connected to the skies and the heavens, Ah, imagine the top of the skull can breathe. Breathing through the top of the skull. That opening when we're born, before our skull joins up. And breathing out down through the perineum and the genitals. Maybe they soften a little bit and widen as you root down to the earth and her depths, her moist, fertile, rich, giving nature. Do you dare? Do you dare to join all those beings who live? Who truly live?
and uh, who have learned something through the living. And in their own way shine for our benefit. And we join that heritage in any one moment that we breathe out and know we are breathing out. We don't become that person, we join that lineage here and now. Through our courage and our commitment. We join the legacy of beings who may have undergone great hardship but how rooted in faith that their life matters because it is connected to all life. And whoever comes to mind, whether it's the Buddha Right now I'm thinking of Nelson Mandela through that life where in, the, in those last years just shining with what he knew from his depth and his breadth of connection to humans and animals. Whether it's your grandmother and whether it's you in the moments where you've seen this living lineage, where you have acted in courage, and in a moment you saw that there is no dividing line in any real way between your heart, your mind, and all of us. And breathing, letting your body breathe. And just this morning then, with the intention, what would it mean right now for you to play in this most noble adult kind of play? with suffusing as you receive the breath you receive this incredible life even if some days we're ambivalent about waking up and on the out breath or in whatever way is creative for you wishing well to the beings in front and behind, to the left and the right, and above and below. Let that intention, which we find is there at the heart of the rose, at the heart of the lotus, find that place in you that cares about yourself or others or your cat, or loves someone. Use that and play. 
letting your nature be carried on the tide of your life in all directions singing it forth singing forth your deepest intention and breathing out and breathing in. Are you willing to just drop out of your conceptual mind for just a moment? And let the out-breath teach you. Are you willing to put away for a moment all your fights with life? and contentions with reality and let the out-breath beckon you home Receiving. And giving. Receiving your life on the in-breath. And maybe you feel your ambivalence or aversion to your life, holding yourself dear and releasing with the out-breath. I give myself back, I lay myself at the altar of this life. working with your mind, unhooking from the stories for just one breath. Do you dare? You have to say what you really want. is knowable for each one. As we release ourselves back into this present living moment, not our ideas, but this raw, immediate, living present.
Don't worry if you don't feel suffusive. It's a practice. Just feel where your limit is right now. Breathing with that. Not making it wrong. You are welcome. Exactly as you are. always come back to your intention for goodwill even if you don't feel it you don't have to feel it yeah I feel like a lump of concrete right now but I really want the best for myself and this world And if it's helpful to support the mind with a little phrase from time to time, let that be let that phrase be carried. On the tide of your breath. Or in the fertile space of your intention.
steadying the mind breath by breath, unhooking from the stories. And unhooking, returning to the stream of living presence. If you get tight or irritable, come back to something that supports you, maybe the sound of the birds, mm. 
or your the loving gaze of your benefactor or whatever this weekend has supported you to connect come back to that might be image of one of those trees out there those masterful glorious beings whatever it is for you plug in Receiving, or even just the possibility of receiving, even if we can't right now, even if we're closed up. Can we embrace the closed up one and stroke her weary arms?
May all beings meet themselves with kindness. May all beings touch the pleasure of suffusion. And may all beings know peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.